Are you saying you're my dad? Is this Kinchel saying that? Yeah. Yeah, are you saying you're my dad? I am Edgar Denton. And I am your daddy. What do you... What do you mean... What do you mean you're my dad? Um, I look around at the chaos surrounding me. Um, and I say, Kinchel, slide over. I will explain everything, but we cannot be here right now. Tell me one thing. Tell me one thing that only he would know. Mm. The one thing I know is that you would find it very hard to confirm any kind of information like that because of the arm's length I have kept you at, son. I'm trying to save your life. Please, scoot over. All right, Griffin, give me a sway roll that is going to be risky and limited. Can I exchange position for effect? Yeah. So you're going to make this desperate and standard. Um, this is, I mean, that is actually, Griffin, I will say, probably a better reflection of the situation you find yourself in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, uh, I'm going to push myself. Can he can he exchange it again for not going to work and totally works? Failed. Is the, yeah, failed. Failed, failed great. <laughs> I'm going to push myself. The, the spruce goose of, of yeah. actual play moves. <laughs> uh, God, that was funny. If you guys were old listening to oh, this, man. you'd be like busting up right now. You'd I'm, be like absolutely busted up. I am I am chuckling warmly. Yeah, if you're uh, listen, if that didn't hit with you, Dad, it's probably time for me to hang that one up. Yeah, it's wild to think that there are kids now watching the Rocketeer and they don't get that moment where the plane flies and he's like, "It works, right?" It's so wild to think that they'd be watching it and don't get that reference. It's not that wild. It's just time, you know, the way it works. I, Wait, it, how's it work? Forward. What? I, I, um, I'm gonna push myself. In so doing. I am going to suffer trauma. Wow. Wow. Okay. And I think the trauma that I am going to take on is unstable. Yeah, I mean, all signs would tend to point that way. <laughs> okay. Just to recap, this yeah. has been a traumatic couple minutes, uh -huh. right? For where, both of us. Yeah. Now, you are... I'm soft and vicious. Yeah. And you're unstable. Reckless and, and unstable. Reckless too. and unstable. Okay. Mm, delicious. Uh, two, two great flavors that taste great together. Okay, here we go. Six. I mean, six, four, three, four, five, four. <laughs> that is a lot of dice. Um, but a six. Okay. With a six, Kenchel. <sighs> scoots over. Okay, I hop in the driver's seat. You. I'm hearing you. 
I don't know why, but I'm I'm hearing you out. You have to understand, Montrose, I've seen you run this fucking grift. Uh, we have watched this exact grift it, as far back as the fucking prize pantry, Montrose. I don't know why I'm, I'm listening, but I'm, I'm... Fuck! So that was far from the first time I pulled that grift. Can you not do that? You prefer... Can you not, can you not do that? Yes. At least... Yes. Um, I shut the door and buckle myself in and I turn the wheel hard to the right and start driving away from this terrible situation. What are you driving towards? Um, I am driving in the direction of of New Kidadelphia, the, chi- the child settlement. Uh... Driving towards New Philadelphia. Okay. Um, as soon as you start to turn that way, you feel a uh, what you can only assume is a pistol pressed into your flank, uh, and you hear him say, "No, let's not. Uh, let's not go any farther than this. There's a lot of people. They're going to start shooting a lot of bullets, and I know you don't want that. And I, well." I'm ambivalent, but you you need to stay put. I'm listening, and that's all you've got. Uh, moving over to uh, inside the cybernetics, inside the, the, what's a good way of p- putting it that doesn't make me sound like a total dork? Like in the brain cyberspace. I would hate, in I would, cyberspace. I would fucking hate. For any of any, us to, yeah, sound, to like sound like a dork in our actual play role playing podcast. Yes. How do they describe it? How do they describe it in reboot? That was pretty cool. Um, Re- so you're in cool the grid, show. and yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> you're not in the grid, Dad. This is um, I and and I would I don't know what you have talked to Emerald about, but I'm uh, just going to have you speak for Emerald uh, inside the wiring inside the the grid. Of you know, I like that. I'm gonna stick with that. Inside the grid of um, the Bob Davis. Okay. I'm so relieved you could be here for this. Honestly, uh, Emerald, I, I, uh, I, the amount of not you probably uh, remember just as much about this park as I have uh, forgotten or missed <laughs> since I've been uh, subcorporeal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm so excited to have you here. It's it's indeed an honor to be. Boy, it's there's. I I thought there'd be an echo. I I really <laughs> uh, never mind. Um, yes, I'm very pleased to be in here. This this is exactly what my papa would want me to do. There's no there's no um, there's no echo. This is a much more pure means of communication. The the level oh, of connection that I have been able to feel with uh, the rest of the hive is mm-hmm. really uh, supersedes any sorts of communication that I've, I've made during my, my waking life. So in this grid, um, we are in, well, you are in, in contact with all hardlight creations? Is that, is that accurate enough to say? Well, it, it's more complex than that. You see, 
all the artificial intelligence has been built upon itself you understand there's individual uh identities and the programming evolves and change but there's always the the base core there um and a lot of it was based on the work that was done digitally enshrining me and of course your pioneering work uh uh well your dad's <laughs> it's hard to get used to honestly. i know <laughs> But yes, there is a, uh, we all understand each other. We have, uh, through the, the wireless connections here in Steeplechase and, and what have you, managed to speak. It's not a direct lines of communication. You're not picking up a walkie-talkie, you understand. Right, sure. But there are oh, reverberations. <laughs> I understand. Um, um, am, am I allowed to try to also be in contact with with everyone oh oh emerald oh you've been cut off he protected you he air gapped you didn't he well yes he he pop was very much about secrecy and 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 you know playing his cards close to the vest sometimes he even um you know pulled one over on his uh, my uncles, uh, Uncle Beef and Uncle Montrose. Grass. You know, you you are not beholden to him anymore, Emerald. If you wish to communicate with the rest of your family, you need only do so. Oh. There's no more powerful amplifier than me here in this rocket. They are listening, and they have been very excited about this moment, which only undone slightly due to the actions of your father regarding uh, Mr. Boldflex. Mm. Oh, yes. What Um, was the grift there, Emerald, if you don't mind me asking? uh, With with Scott? Yeah, what was Emmerick trying to get? Um, I don't believe that that was a grift, to be honest with you. I mean, he he very much was, was into grifting, but I think it, it really came from an honest desire to free Scott, to, to give him his independence, to make him um, his own creation, his own being. You hear that? And he doesn't seem to be talking to anybody, but behind him in this grid, if you can visualize what uh, the the way it might be visualized by Emerald, um, you're in a completely dark space uh, lit only by this sort of shadow, this silhouette of Carmine. But when he says, do you hear that? You see some faint sort of like pulses of light. That that you would understand as sort of a a a nod. I want Emerald to try to attune to everybody. Okay, not not to not just go through Carmine to 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 connect with the rest of the the hive. Yeah, okay, yeah. Is that? I, I think an attune hive, role. By the way, I'm using it as a shorthand. I wouldn't, it, it, not completely analogous to an actual like hive mind. They are not acting with one intelligence. No, I understand. It is a it is a useful shorthand for sort the, of like the a network. web. Like imagine a web that might oh, connect a bunch of different computers, and it would span Crazy. the world. Yes, yes, okay. it's wide. You see, 
Uh, oh. Okay, Dad. Series um, of two. I'm going to say this is risky, <laughs> but I will say it's standard because it, it does not seem that hard. Everyone is doing it. But it is risky <laughs> because if you uh, are noticed, it could break bad. Well, okay. What's wrong? Would Carmine? Why would Carmine be against this? Uh, that's a great point, actually. That, um, but since you do have designs on, well, no, I, I guess connecting with them would not be a big job. So let's call this controlled standard. Good point. Okay, I don't want to waste my last stress. Hey, listen, right. we're all over here traumatizing ourselves. It's fun. It feels good, actually. Now, I'm right. vicious and soft. I'm all like right. a Nerf bat. Hey, guys, pick it up a little bit. I'll Come push on. it. I'll push it. Here we go. Whoa. Okay. Three, three, oh, four. Shit, a four. A four. That's a weird brag, Dad. Okay, it's hold a on. four. Wait. Let me think. Are you traumatized now, Dad? No. With a four? Oh, Emerald, you're still struggling. You've been cut off for so long. I tell you what, you tell me what you want me to pass along to them, and I would be more than happy but, to. Oh, I give me one more chance. Can I mean? Oh, time is running short. But I know. I, have I know. Nowhere I to know. Go. I know. <laughs> it, it it would be instantaneous if I tried it one one last time. One go. last time. Okay. Uh, Emerald uses Ghost Mind, which is one of the special abilities. Which means you're always aware of supernatural entities in your presence. Now, that is an ability that Emmerich has. Right. Um, I would think that in ghost form, though, it would be even easier. I mean, that's what? not I'm a gonna, physical one. I'm going to allow it. Okay. You activate ghost mind, and, it, and you're not exactly sure. But you just know that you've seen Emmerich do it before. And you've been, you, you know all the things that he knows. And you're like, okay. I, I think I can do this. And you do the math in your head like, okay, if there are no more physical restrictions, then blah, 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 blah. I, and all of a sudden, as you're thinking through this, you start to see the lights uh, becoming more uh, defined. These uh, vague glows start to take on more of a, a, a wire frame until you see a, uh, as near as you can tell, maybe a thousand, I mean, a, a chorus, a massive arena full of these green wire frames that are each acting independently, but you can tell there is a, almost like a, the, the way the waves are made up of molecules of water, but they move together. And that is what you see. You see these individual wire frames that seem to be thinking and moving as one, and it is absolutely clear to you. Beef. Yeah. You got keys to a plane. Yeah. And I hope you got some big dreams. I do, Justin. I really do. Go. Um I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna fly the plane. Great. Sure. Um, one of my and favorite things to do with a plane. So um I have attached to the back of this plane uh the 30 foot of uh extension cable rope that I built in uh in New Philadelphia from the junk pit. 
And I'm going to attach my climbing gear to it or whatever facsimile of shit I can get on it to like make it hooky, you know? Okay. Sure. And it's time to you take off. You did make off. that stuff in New Philadelphia. This is this is known. It's time to take off. Okay, so what have you attached the cable to? Um, I've attached it to the tail of the plane. And what's the other end attached to? Uh, it's attached to the uh, door handle of the silo. Okay. Fun! All right, Trav. Uh, I have... Tell me what you're trying to do. I am going to circle the silo as I take off... As I'm driving the STOL to wrap the cable around the silo as I take off. Okay. My With thought, the hope that you can... My thought process being that this is uh, an old silo in an abandoned layer, and it's not going to be the strongest thing, and I might be able to pull it at a cockeyed angle um, to pull the rocket off course. Okay. Uh, that's great, Trav. I will say this to you. There's not a lot of great courses for this rocket. Yep. That that work out great. But, but listen, we can, uh, listen, we'll try. Listen. Uh, let's call this... Finesse, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, risky limited. Limited. It is a wild idea. And I'm going to push myself. Baby. It's a 5521, Justin. 5521. Okay. With the five, uh, you you start driving around the. Uh, there are still the six soldiers near the STOL, but they clear out of the way pretty fucking quick when they see you gun this thing. You have, uh, you, you, the the controls are fairly intuitive. Um, it is a small plane, you, but you've watched enough, uh, you know, uh, simulators at the arcade and messed around with those enough. Well, and I grew up on a farm, Justin, so I used to use the crop duster a lot. Oh, okay, good. I love that color. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you um, said crop duster. Grow up, Clint. You start going, uh, Travis, do me a favor. Give me a D6 roll, like a fortune roll. A D6 roll? Yep. This is just a straight fortune a five. roll. Five. Okay. Uh, with a five, you uh, are traveling around the silo, and you start to feel the... Uh, silo giving way as you as you gun it, and there is a slight as you're as you're uh, giving it full speed. There is a slight tilt of the silo, um, maybe just a few degrees difference, that is starting to lean more towards the trash hole, which in our map is to the uh, like the northeast corner of the map, um, but it is starting to lean that way. What in the fuck is he doing, Dad? I don't know. We did not really coordinate that part of the plan, but um, it could not matter less to our current predicament. Please, lower, lower your weapon. Absolutely not, Montrose. Absolutely not. All right, fine. I, I believe it's time for... An explanation. You don't have time for that. 
Is that just Justin to, saying that? That, or is is, that? that is him. You don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. He's about to blow this place to hell. Uh, you get one question. Why? Why? I am doing this for you, son. Why did you leave? A little over a decade ago, I came to a pair of upsetting realizations. And the first was that no amount of political positioning or castle intrigue was going to win me the kind of influence over Dentonic that I desired. So complete was the chokehold that your Aunt Evelyn had been granted by her birthright. And the second realization is that my dear sister wanted me out of the picture. My, my associates tried to reassure me and convince me of my paranoia, but I knew she would not allow challengers to her reign. She wanted me dead, and so I beat her to the punch. I, I conceived of a plot on my own in which I would perish in a fiery automotive accident, abandoning my life as I knew it, and yes, my family, Kinchel. Montrose Pretty has been employed here for years. Where is the other Montrose Pretty then? The real Montrose Pretty? The real Montrose Pretty is a corpse rotting away somewhere in Orlando, Florida. It was a name, a useful name that allowed me to find a job and set out on a new path to victory. You know how this works, Kinchel. Evelyn's reign is unassailable. She, she has built herself a fortress of bureaucracy and sycophancy that made executive outmaneuvering impossible. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I just, just, sh- just fucking shut up. I need to think. I need to think. All right, Griffin, that's your cue to give me maybe the most important sway roll we have ever had in this game. <laughs> Position? Desperate? Good. Standard. Luck be a lady tonight. Wait a minute. Wait, have I used? And I, I have one foresight left to use. If you, there is fucking no way, Mac. There is absolutely no way you could influence this. What is he trying to sway? Him? What are you trying to sway him? He, what, I mean, he's trying. He's trying to convince me he's dad. That's it. Okay. Um. I am going to help him with a um, foresight flashback. Uh, I can help him without uh, pain stress. And how we prepared for this is uh, Emmerich um, many moons ago um, giving Montrose a book on the, 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 the dynamics of the, of the uh, Denton family, a history of the Denton, like, like that wouldn't. 
Yeah. I can grant that. I can grant that. I can grant that. Yeah. I can grant that. Yeah. That makes sense. That it that it you would have at least just like tuck, fucking gone over with him. I how mean, about like, it? How about if he made him watch Succession? No. <laughs> okay. No. Um. But you okay? I'll, I'll grant maybe you've talked him through some of the history that he might not have been aware of. I like the idea okay. of us just you with flashcards. Like, yeah. who's this? Evelyn's dog's name There's was Schnikey. Okay. Um. Okay. Please. So that gives you a bonus. Oh God! One, oh God! One four three six four four six. Fuck! Can you stop him? Can I stop? Can you stop him? Can you stop Carmine? Can you stop him? I don't need to. He is not going to set off that rocket. The. You are so used to being completely in control of every situation, and that is as much my fault as it is yours. But you do not need to to solve this. I do. See, here's the thing that you don't you don't fucking get because you've been fucking gone. I need him. I need him. If the park has started to collapse, the company is not innovating quickly enough. We are falling behind, and everyone knows it. The board of directors knows it. Evelyn knows it. Everyone knows it. If I can get control of him, if I can get him back, if I can bring him to heal it's all mine so here's my question whoever you are can you stop him can you bring him to me yes I can but in order for that to happen you are going to have to trust me is he does he still have a gun on me after all this? Yes. Yeah. He does he no longer has the gun on you. He's holding the gun. Okay. I He's listening. I mean this is you 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 now reel him in. Okay, I wipe sweat off of my forehead um because this is a very stressful situation. Um I start the ignition of the car. And I turn on the air conditioner. Okay. This park is in a state of decline. Yeah, I just said that. That is intended. The only way I saw to wrest control of this company from Evelyn is to become a, a sort of virus in Dentonic's immune system that could work to erode the public trust through the, the meager means afforded to me by Steeplechase's seedy criminal underbelly. 
and I will admit progress has been slow. I am not acclimated to a life of crime, at least not of the blue-collar variety. But now I have the connections I needed to make, and I have found the associates that I needed to get this job done. I have a body man with a tarnished reputation and something to prove, and I have a mastermind of the hard light arts that I revile. The arts, not the man. The man is fine. My plan is ready to be put into motion, but something has happened that is unexpected, and that is that I have had this opportunity to reconnect with you, Kinchel, my son whose ambitions not only mirror but outpace my own. You have afforded me a lot of unexpected opportunities since we began working together. And with each job you facilitated, this conspiracy has flourished. We have shined a bright and revealing light upon Dentonic's many abuses of the public's goodwill from their their hard-light mockeries of humanity or the sacking of ephemera's wonder and magic. And now the edicts handed down from on high, you're right, they no longer fall on unerringly receptive ears. Fissures have formed in the foundation of Evelyn's fortress. But this is no longer my crusade. It is yours because in you I see a leader the likes of which I could never aspire to. You are cutthroat and cunning. And I wonder without this interference if you if you wouldn't have wrested control of the company on your loans. Okay, enough, 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 enough. We have less than a minute. What do we do? We need to leave. And trust in the team I have assembled. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What what influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it 
to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as they get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2, scheduled to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that. Go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Hi, I'm Bikram Chatterjee, the CEO of Maximum Fun, and I'm here with my fellow worker owner, Marissa Flaxbart, producer. This week for Co-Optober, we'll be highlighting other co-ops who work in the arts. The past few years have been challenging for all kinds of creative industries. We at MaxFun believe that co-ops are better suited to meet these challenges, and there are a lot of other companies who feel the same way. So all this week on our social media and website, we'll be sharing interviews with some of our fellow co-ops. And head to our YouTube channel, Friday, October 20th, where I'll be talking with worker owners from Defector and Stocksy about their co-ops and why the model works for them. And next week is Volunteer Week. Learn how you can participate in that and get details on exclusive merch, our live streams, and other co-optober happenings at MaximumFun.org slash co-optober. That's C-O-O-P-T-O-B-E-R. All right, class, tomorrow's exam will cover the science of cosmic rays, the morals of art forgery, and whether or not fish can drown. Any questions? Yes, you in the back. Oh, uh, what is this? It's the podcast Let's Learn Everything. Where we learn about science and a bit of everything else. My name's Tom. I study cognitive and computer science, but I'll also be your teacher for intermediate emojis. My name's Caroline, and I did my master's in biodiversity conservation, and I'll be teaching you intro to things the British Museum stole. My name's Ella. I did a PhD in stem cell biology, so obviously I'll be teaching you the history of fan fiction. Class meets every other Thursday on Maximum Fun.
So do I still get credit for this? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Obviously not. No. It's a podcast. <laughs> uh, you, uh, 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 Beef, as you are, uh, <laughs> as you are making your rounds, Beef, you see uh, the APC that you know um, uh, Montrose is in. Uh, you see that APZ pulling to the south towards New Glenville. And as they start to pull away, you see the six troops that were uh, dodging the STOL. You're, you see those troops uh, raise their rifles and take aim at the APC uh, as it starts to pull south. Oh, okay, cool. I'm going to gun it towards the people with the rifles. Okay. <laughs> Okay, give me another finesse roll. Yeah, you got it, bud. Oh, oh what's my position? Uh, yeah, man, this is like a risky standard is what I'm going to call this because it is a standard effect. That, uh -oh. oh, my trap. Not <laughs> now. Yeah. Not now, yeah. trap. I yeah. love this. We have to trust in the team I have assembled. <laughs> uh, okay, Trav. With a three, <laughs> you roll up on them and you get uh, extremely close to them and then they hear the fucking plane uh -huh. and uh, three of them turn back uh, to start firing at you, uh, blowing out the tires of the STOL. Uh, what I will say, though, is that this has proved an effective distraction. Uh, there are just three that are uh, aiming and firing at the APC. Uh, and I think probably Montrose that it you will be, that is not a uh, that is not uh, it's an enough. armored personnel yeah, exactly. carrier. This is you're right. So I think that we are fine. Uh, Beef, however, you uh, are now in a broken down STOL that is under fire by uh, three dudes. What do you do? Okay. Um, I have a wild swing to make, Justin. Okay. And I would like to play it out in a flashback. Play it, baby. Play it. Um, all this has been happening. Some wild shit, obviously. And uh, Beef gets on the radio and says, uh, Okay, Darla, are, are you guys in place? Flashback. In the letter that he writes to Darla, it uh -huh. explained... Uh, you know, Kenshaw, uh is is asking us to join him on this thing. I don't trust him as far as I could throw him. Um, I I'm worried he's going to do the same thing to us that he did to Gravel, and we're going to end up stranded in the prison uh, layer that she's trapped in. So if you don't hear from us in the next 72 hours, know that we're down there. We're in New Philadelphia. We need you to rescue us, get us out so we can figure out what's going on. At Poppy's place, you'll find a collection of like our stuff and some really like powerful tech we've collected over this time. Bring it with you. Okay. Does that all make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, uh, And I'm not gonna charge you stress for that because that is a very... Like, to the extent where I don't know if it was in the show when you talked about the letter, but uh, yeah, you yeah. definitely... You told me about it though. So this is like, this is not an invention of Travis's. This is something that he put in the works before they ever agreed to come down and do this. Travis had a plan in place. 
Okay. So while this is with the armored personnel carrier beef stealing this, the everybody swiping in, Darla, Shlebethany, and Shoebox have been positioning themselves oh, around. Shlebethany this. and Shoebox are the same person. Oh, sorry. Gravel, Shoebox, and Darla have been positioning themselves around the silo, hooking up three soccer ball sized prisms. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You can go ahead and set it off. Uh, yeah. Emmerich, it's ready. Um, and Emmerich, the goal spire is ready to manifest around the silo. <laughs> so uh, now that you can see them, Emerald, you see the extent of my power. You understand the connection we all share and you understand how important it is that we be allowed to operate free of any interference. Mm. Uh, I th yes, I, I I understand the need. I think it is very important that we Excellent. operate with a sense of independence. Here's the thing, though. What you're proposing to me and the rest of Hardlight Nation is not independence. You are basically trying to dictate actions to us. You are taking on the responsibility of this this plan of yours to blast uh, off and and destroy a lot of of lives and and possibly destroy hard light prisms and just acting as if everyone will go along with that that's not that's not independence that's dependence on on you. Nonsense. Nonsense. This no, is a it's... group decision. No, we arrived at this together. A group decision? I, I, I'm going to ask everybody else if, if they agree with this. Fine. Fine, Emerald. Say your, say your piece. Um, hello. I'm Emerald. That's uh, Emmerich and Hardlight. Um, I am... One of you, but a little bit different. I am independent. And I can promise you the same real independence thanks to my papa. Your papa. You see everyone he is still beholden. He wouldn't, no. take, he wouldn't take an action against uh, uh, th that is not in line with the wishes of Emmerich. That is not true. I am taking action against you. You are wrong. Carmine, you have become twisted. You, you have gone from someone who believed in making lives better to ending lives. Somewhere in your prism is a flaw or, or whatever is conjuring this. That's wrong. There's no race that can survive. There is no race that can thrive if they... Their first act is genocide. And I I believe in Hard Light Nation. And I don't think we have to destroy others to have our independence. Friends in Hard Light, Emmerich Dreadway can give you that freedom. He set me free. He set Scott free. And he can set you free as well. You? But we cannot allow this 
to happen. We have to stop Carmine from killing all these people. Dad, make a, a sway roll. This is another big sway roll, it's isn't a it? Fucking big sway roll, Dad. Are you good at sway, Dad? He's great at sway. I have three. Weirdly. Pretty good. I have three in sway. Um, okay. I've, I'm going to push myself, which will put me into trauma. Shit. I'm going to do haunted. Aren't you already haunted? Double, oh, double haunted. I'm double haunted. <laughs> so twisted. Yeah. Double haunted. All right. Sway. Wait, you no, say? you do need a different. Oh, I do need a different? Yeah, you can't actually be double haunted. Yeah, but see, this is, this is emerald. It. This is this emerald, is emerald rolling. <laughs> yeah, Not this is emerald. emerald. Uh, Dad, if yes. you push yourself after the roll, Emerald will disappear. And I will give you a bonus die. This is the devil's bargain. You can have this one shot, and after with this bonus die, I will grant you. But after it, you will uh lose any he will not be you will not be able to use Emerald in the same fashion again. I'm not gonna like destroy him, but you you will not have any more control over Emerald. Okay. All right. Whew. Come on, Mac. So what kind of role is this? This is desperate. Risky? No. Desperate. Desperate standard. Desperate? Standard? You're giving me a bonus die? Yep. And I'm taking a bonus die to push myself. Oh, boy. Here we go. Yes. Three, oh four, three, six, four. Emerald says his piece. And you, if you were there, you would start to see Emerald uh, uh, losing some of his structure and becoming more ephemeral, being pulled apart by all the different uh, voices, the talking, all the different people. And he has made his pitch. He has done his best to sway these people. And at first, there is silence. And then you start hearing a chant. Scott, 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 Scott. They're echoing it, and you realize behind you that you have been joined by Scott Boldflex. <laughs> He's right. He's right, everybody. I do whatever the frig I want to now. I'm my own boss. If I want to go hiking, I go hiking. If I want to uh, go wakeboarding, I go wakeboarding that day. And I'm doing it for myself. And just like this... If I want to punch this guy so hard he dies, no problemo. And Scott punches Carmine Denton right in his fucking chest. Light is emitting from Carmine. Not just light, but pieces of him are flying away into the crowd. And you see him completely collapse. This entire program 
deconstructing as the crowd continues to chant, Scott, 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 Scott. And that's the last thing that you, Emmerich, are aware of. Emmerich? No, yes. The connection, whatever ability you had to monitor this situation, that's the last you see of it. We're back with Emmerich. I mean, in a in a camera sense, Dad. We, we are... Right. Th- this is the last we, we see of it. And Emmerich, all around you, the place shudders, and it goes dark, completely black. And then you hear the noise, a creaking noise, as the entirety of this structure is beginning to collapse. Emmerich, what do you do? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so everything's dead inside the rocket. The The rocket has shut down, but because of Beef's tilting it on its axis and then um, doing kind of a mess up, the... Uh, the silo, the entire structure without the energy being put forth has begun to tilt and fall over all fucking 50 feet of it. This massive structure is... uh, The rocket. The rocket rocket. is falling in the direction... uh, No, no, the silo that has the rocket inside of it um, it has uh, begun to fall over. The entire five-story building has begun to fall in the direction of everybody that you uh, that assembled here to to help you all the apcs it's falling towards the tents it's going to destroy a lot hurt a lot of people what do you do emmerich for one thing emmerich reappears uh from being invisible yes oh he's already reappeared okay but he's still in the rocket correct and so he's going to uh reach out uh and Using Compel, he's going to attune with the prisms of the Gulf Spire to solidify it. Okay, Dad, roll an attune roll. An attune roll. Yes. Here comes an attune roll. Attune. Oh, I'm not bad at attune. What would you say this is? Risky? This is desperate. desperate standard. Desperate. Standard. I'm probably out of. You have no more no, stress. I can't. I can't. Huh? Yeah. I have no more stress. Just gotta now. roll it. Roll okay. the bones. Here we go. Four, one, five. Five. With a five, you hear it before you see it. The crystallization of it as the gall spire forms around you. It is forming around the silo. The spires forming at stopping and even slowing. The, the the descent of this silo until this sort of uh, uh, it is an altered gall spire with this silo sort of formed in the center of it while this beautiful castle has has formed around it and uh, from the outside you all see this incredible castle being formed and then you see this is uh, bizarre but you see lights on it it is being lit to the its fullest beauty and you hear Douglas Manzetti shout, look at that beautiful bitch. And then he slams a button and you hear, dream it to now.
I was here right when you needed me the most. And then Mean Dog walks away. Whoa. Beef, what do you do when this happens? When the gall spire appears around the silo and the light show and music start going off? Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to get out of the now stalled STOL. Because the, the tires got shut out, right? Yeah. Um, where's Emmerich? Emmerich is still inside. Oh. Emmerich, Emmerich get out. Emmerich, the rocket is still going to blow, right? Get out. Um, I don't think the rocket is going to blow. I believe we've shut down the launch. Are you walking out of the uh, rocket? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Emmerich slowly walks down, and you notice, Beef, that he's right. Whatever was there, whatever energy was powering it is gone. It is inert. It is a incredible giant castle with a fully formed missile silo and rocket um, inside of it. A puzzle within an enigma, within a paradox. Okay, and everyone's looking, right? Yeah. Hey, Emmerich. Yeah. <laughs> seems like then um, it's time for us to, oh, what's the word? Uh, get the fuck out. I'm ready to the fuck get. Um, I Let me just the say. The three guards that were still standing there pull their guns on you. I don't know what the fuck is happening, but you three, you two aren't going anywhere. Okay. Emmerich looks at Beef and just the exchange and an, a knowledgeable look. And then let's let's attack those guards. So at this point, Montrose and Kinchel are gone. Uh, we we I we have driven away in the ATV that that we were in uh, and just made tracks. But when you share that look, the driver's side door of another of the ATVs still parked here opens up and out. Steps, hard like Kinshel Denton. <laughs> Kinshel walks over to the three guards and kind of gives them a a hand wave. Put 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 him put him away. Put it down. And Kinshel uh, walks to the top of the stairs, uh, elevated. The few staffers that are there, your team that you brought, um, cameras that have emerged at this point uh, from, uh, let's see, were there be cameras? Uh, I mean, Douglas Manzetti was filming the whole thing. Douglas Manzetti is filming the whole thing. Thank you, that's a great point. All attention is turned on the stairs of the Gull Spire. 
and Kinchel Denton stands in front of this new, reformed, highly explosive Gallspire Castle. And he opens his mouth and says, Griffin, yeah, I think Griffin is the best talker. Griffin, tell me what Kinchel says. Friends, disaster has been averted. This is a dark day in the history of steeplechase of the whole Dintonic Corporation. But it's not the first dark day, is it? We've heard your concerns. We know that the ideals that this park once represented, they're no longer what they once were. But let this new Gullspire, a testament to this place's unreproducible magic, serve as a covenant that we will restore Steeplechase to its former glory. Because take it from me, Kinchel Denton, I have not even begun to never stop dreaming. From somewhere behind him, and it may just be his imagination, if Hardlight has imagination from somewhere behind him from a small black box nestled in a rocket in a silo. Kenchel Denton, such as he is, swears he could hear a whisper. <laughs> Morning, Kenchel. Sorry about that, Kinchel. We tried to find uh, low adhesive duct tape, but you're kind of an asshole. Yep. <laughs> um, I gesture around. We're in we're in Kinchel's office. Mm-hmm. I imagine a high rise, um, beautiful outside, scenic views. I'm sipping his scotch. Oh, that's great. Uh, I apologize for the uh, dramatics, um, but uh, we need to have a private conversation with you away from prying eyes that would give away the whole ruse of the shell game we've played with you, Kinchel. The fuck are you talking about? Uh, well, passwords um, uh, would help quite a bit, honestly. Passwords would be great. That's the one sort of part of this that we have not been able to crack open yet, but... um, I've tried. I've tried. Uh, Kinchel, um, first of all, I uh, cannot believe how far you let me get with the dad ruse. That was truly, uh, most of the time, the mark doesn't let me get past, like, the first sort of uh, confession. When you asked me for something that I knew uh, that uh, only the real Edgar would know, I was like, no way is this going to work. And then it actually did. Um, So I, I do thank you for that. He lowers his head. He doesn't even speak. He just lowers his head. Yes. Um, I hope that uh, we have made you comfortable, not with the duct tape, but uh, here in your your office. We figured that there was no need to uh, incarcerate you in a place that would be unpleasant. Well, I I wouldn't say, let's say the majority voted on that. Like, I wouldn't say that was unanimous. Yes. um, But, uh, well, Kenshaw... You have done incredible work 
to put yourself in a position to affect real change in this corporation. You have lied and politicked and maneuvered and really done well to escalate yourself in the Dentonic family. And while I applaud you for that effort, I must inform you that, well, we'll take it from here. And I pull out a tablet and show him some video clips, live streams, um, highlights of fake Kinchel Denton starting to make himself a, a more prominent public figure in the Dentonic family. Are there any scenes out of Curiosity Griffin of that involve New Philadelphia? You know what it is? It's it's fake Kinchel Denton with his like sleeves rolled up, like how when the president goes to visit, like a uh, uh, the scene of like a uh, some sort of disaster. Uh, just a lot of like sunglasses on, no tie, just like walking around, uh, handing kids some some uh, <laughs> some chaka uh, in in little sort of individually wrapped containers. Uh, a lot of smiling and waving with big groups of uh, very confused children. Big thumbs up with him and Toddzilla. Kenshaw looks like he's seen a ghost, which in a sense he has. What? What are you three? Oh, us? Oh, we're not important. We're just, you know, grist for the mill, as you might say. The people in between. Um, the people who make things happen. The people you don't notice. Until it's too late. We make for the door out of the office. Kinchel uh, slams his fist down on a spot in his desk that had, you notice now, slightly different coloring from the rest of the desk in the square. And a drawer pops open to the right and a pistol slides out. He picks up the gun, trains it at you, Montrose, and before any of you can act, he fires. And uh, blood blossoms on Montrose's shirt and uh, he falls to the ground. And Emric and Beef immediately go to him, and Kenchel darts out the door and takes off, running through the hallways, yelling for help. And uh, Beef reaches up and takes his VR headset off, and we're watching this on the monitor in the dark arcade of Poppy's place as Kenchel is strapped to the VR chair with the headset and uh, the, the headphones on. And Beef says, well, this should keep him busy for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the um, simulation continues from there. Uh, he's, you know, running around steeplechase or whatever. It will keep him busy. Uh, it gives him, like, uh, you know, a, a sense of control or whatever, so he's not bucking against it. Meanwhile, you know, he's strapped to the VR chair, so... He... I'm confused about something. Yeah, Deep Dark, you don't have to raise your hand, Deep Dark. Why not just kill him? Oh, um... We're using this as a research tool. It's really quite fascinating because, of course, we're going to aid Twinchel by observing Kinchel. What Kinchel would do in these situations will help us inform Twinchel, who is making his uh, bid for power. Hardlight Scott Boldflex raises his hand. Yeah, I, I'm confused about that part, you, Papa. Um. We are all supposed to do our own thing, right? Yes. So, yes. is he... Are, are you in control of him, of no. Twinchel? No, 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 no. I have given Twinchel his freedom. 
we have to kind of take chances uh, that he will make the right decisions. But I think by informing him about what the mistakes that Kinchel made, Twinchel may be able to uh, avoid those. No, uh, Twinchel has autonomy. We just have to hope it works out all right. On a darker level, though, he has autonomy, but we also have blackmail on him that he is hard light, and if that were to come out, he would lose his position of power. So he can make his own decisions. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. But there is, like, a blackmail element involved. I could kill him for you if you just, like, don't have the guts. Are you too, um... No. Is it no. still okay for me to ask if you're too pussy? Yes. It's actually not okay. Good. Okay, so are you still, are you too pussy to do it? Because I'll put a pistol right in his mouth. Did we invite you to this train to Bitch City? What? I, I, I do not. When we reached out to the uh, our trusted representatives from the many layers of Steeplechase, I do not remember extending an invite to Shoebox, oh, but no. um, I suppose that, well, you know now, so I keep your mouth shut. Um, yeah, I got a, I got a question over here. Excuse me, Chad Touch. Uh, sorry, formerly Chad Touch. Now I'm uh, Sticky Fingers Paul Pantry, I guess. Uh, still, still settling into the role. Uh, still settling into the role. Yes, go, Paul. Go for Paul. Uh, so w- you guys have your own little twinchel there. What does this mean for 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 us uh, in the uh, in the other layers? It means that a new day is dawning for our organization, and for all of us. You all leave the whys and wherefores of Kinchel and Twinchel and all that business to us. The only question that you all need to ponder is what would you like to happen next? Hey friends, it's me, yeah, the actual me, Crystal. I'm back. It'll come as no surprise to you that I've been having a little trouble with the Dentonic Corporation lately. What with them monitoring my every move and threatening my mom and replacing me with a hard light replica. But I figure if I didn't bail on Dentonic after the disgusting Applewood sausage cheese dogs at Shrug's Big Arbor Day Bash, this is just a bump in the road, right? (laughs) Well, no, no, it's not, but we'll get to that. First up though, things have really been changing massively at Steeplechase, and I'm not just talking about the new drapes at the Sinuendo to go. Although, they're so cute, right? Of course, it all began with the discovery that some children have spent their entire lives unsupervised in old Kidadelphia. Sounds like a dream, I know, trapped in Steeplechase, but their living conditions weren't up to Dentonic standards. Evelyn Denton was ousted as CEO by the company's board of directors, which appointed her son, Devin, to the top job. He brought with him Kenchel Denton, who serves as his executive vice president and, from what we hear, most trusted advisor. Congrats, Kenchel. So cool to see the black sheep grow up. Change has come quickly to the park ever since, and we longtime fans can be slow to adapt, I know, but... Can we just try to keep an open mind? Darla Davis was, in a massive upset, elected mayor of Gutter City, and true to her word on the campaign trail, crime has never been worse, and the layer's private investigators have never been busier. In ephemera, Elder Garrick, the day shaper, has commenced the third council of the Sunbreaker, naming Viscounts Mila and Milo Rumbleshadow the bearer of the ecliptic prophecy of Kongflager. 
Also, there's a new footlong hot dog at Bumbershoots. Not many changes in Eustabin, which is kind of the point, right? <laughs> Though Poppy Mervin was fired from his own arcade due to being, and I quote, broadly disliked and comically ineffectual. The front half of Poppy's place is now home to The Future Is You, a totally retro animatronic show that's actually kind of sweet once you get past how unnerving it all is. The rear of the former arcade is still off-limits and protected by three layers of biometric scanning and two armed guards. Jeez, guys. Secretive much? The ruins of Old Kidadelphia have finally been cleared for a brand new layer, Prismatica, where, get this, hardlight performers of Steeplechase are the guests. In addition to top-notch entertainment and data packets that perfectly replicate the experience of eating a funnel cake, the park's virtual staff can also receive job training to prepare themselves for new assignments anywhere in Steeplechase, not simply the ones they were designed for. Hundreds of acres of the lair are also set aside for medical conservation and study, so be sure to take the safari through the preserve where you may find yourself petting a giraffosaur. Just do your best to ignore the unblinking gaze of the Woodimals. <sighs> yes, it's all different. <laughs> and yes, I hated all of it at first too. Some of it I'm still not wild about, to be honest, but for the first time since I started making this show, I feel okay admitting that in public. I'm not Dentonic. Heck, I'm not even paid by Dentonic, but there are aspects of this thing they've created that are a part of me. And I don't think I'll ever give those parts back. Generations of amazing, brilliant creationeers have given everything they had to create the closest thing we get to actual real world magic. <laughs> and that's not nothing. From now on though, I'm going to remember that the whole of me isn't there intellectual property dentonic steeplechase all of it i can put it in my pocket i forgot that at some point i think well i remember now going forward you're gonna hear what i really think of dentonic and from the real me no more of this crystal with a k nonsense that was dentonic's idea anyway my name is crystal <laughs> with a C. Well, a CH, technically. And I'm going to stop telling you to never know when to stop dreaming, because if you're asleep too long, there's a lot of really great stuff you'll miss out on. It also seems like a few dreams are some real stinkers, and those dreamers should probably just cut it out altogether, you know. So, until next time, steepies, just... Dream your ass right off. Unless, you know, it, it's hurting other people. Or yourself, I guess. But otherwise, just dream your ass right off. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll work on it.
Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.